Welcome back to Cover Stories B-Sides. Today we've got the talented Andrew Flores, <laughs> aka Benandrew on What's Instagram. Up? How's it going? It's going. It's going. Um, today you've chosen to talk about Kurt Vile's cover of Rolling With The Flow, originally by Charlie Rich. Uh, before we get into that, just you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, uh, my name's Andrew. Uh, I'm a designer. I like to draw and stuff in my free time. Just known you guys for a while. It's cool to be on here. I really appreciate it. Definitely. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Andrew designed our uh, logo, um, which is a really cool sticker and a really cool T-shirt. Thanks. Um, get people. I was telling you earlier, people ask about it all the time. So you do a lot of cool work. And uh, for those of you who are interested, follow him on Instagram at Ben Andrew. Yeah, appreciate it. So jump right into it. Uh, what made you decide to choose this song? Uh, I chose this song. Let's see. I was searching for a cover. You know, we looked it up, and I was like, damn, what are we doing? A lot of the hardcore bands I listen to don't really do a lot of covers, from what I was looking up. Uh, I was watching Animals on HBO, <laughs> and uh, Kurt Vile was on the episode. So I was like, oh, shit, I forgot about that. So that's actually how I found out about him, too. And uh, I actually found out that this was a cover on the album, so I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, it's uh, I'm not real, f- like, I like Outlaw Country. I don't even know if you can call it, like, Charlie, Charlie Rich, like, Outlaw Country, yeah. but, like, <laughs> 70s country in general. And I knew, I know, like, I've heard the name Charlie Rich, but uh, I wasn't familiar with this song. No, me neither, yeah. I like what he did with it. It's, it's, it's cool. A little different, but it's not, it still, like, sticks with the, the essence of it. Yeah, it was, like, um, just something I feel like any one of the guys would have done, if, like, if they did a cover. Yeah. So I felt really, like, in tune with, like, the group of friends and the music I listened to. So it was cool what he did. Yeah, and I, I got to thank you, because Kurt Vow has always, I, I've known about Kurt Vow for, like, a decade. Yeah. Just never dug into him. <laughs> I know, like, because I like Courtney Barnett, and they did that album together. Okay. Yeah, that one's sick. And uh, I, that's how I kind of got more familiar with him, but I'd never heard his solo stuff, so you gave me a reason to dig in, <laughs> and man, it's sweet. so good. <laughs> uh, and he's a big fan of, like, Neil Young. You can hear that, but you also hear, like, a little bit of, like, Lou Reed. He's got this kind of, like, Velvet Underground era Lou Reed sound, and okay. just in his voice and how he brings things together. Um, I was reading that. I was listening to a podcast. He, like wanted a guitar when he was a teenager and his parents didn't buy it for him because he was being a bad kid or whatever. So the next year they bought him a banjo oh, shit. <laughs> and he was like, I don't give a shit about banjo. And then he learned banjo and it's kind of influenced how he, you know, writes music in. now. So That's it was cool. kind of set him uh, up for that, that path. Uh, what got you into the, to him? I know you're talking about animals, but like yeah. what, what brought you to him? Um, I think uh, obviously the first uh, time I saw my animals was pretty funny. Just had that whole cameo. Um, Checked him out. I really liked his music. It's still, I kind of put on like the background kind of music when I'm working on stuff. Yeah. And just chilling. It's good to just chill, hang out too. So, yeah, I think he's, he's kind of the epitome of like music. I, I, I'm real picky with what I want on vinyl. And I oh, feel yeah. like it's perfect to have his type of music on vinyl because the tracks flow pretty effortlessly. Yeah. And it's good background music, but it's also good just laying down and listening to music. Yeah. Music. Yeah. You can just put it on. Uh, that turned me on to a little bit, I guess, more. Not heavy stuff, also like Ty Seagal was on there and uh, like Mike Kroll, that whole like kind of area. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. So that stuff, like, I, I, I remember listening, the first time I heard Kurt Vile, like, just any ounce of his like music, I was just like, he's like Mac DeMarco for like adults. Okay. <laughs> like, like Mac DeMarco's for like kids. And yeah. I like Mac DeMarco to an extent, but Kurt Vile just feels a little bit more mature and like he's, he's a little bit older. Yeah. Um, he's just a little bit more, he's songwritery, you yeah. know. 
Um, but uh, that whole like crowd of, of people, it just I felt like I wasn't cool enough to listen to them. <laughs> There's just like you know, you mentioned Ty Sagan. Even I mean, going a little bit farther, even though there's a little bit different, Jay Riotard a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, just those types of bands that have this like they just you see them and they just seem really really cool. It's yeah. like kind of like the indie of like the '80s and '90s, you know. And just now they're just out there. Now they're making big, you know, big movement yeah. movements with a lot of their songs. Uh, he's getting really popular too. I was listening to this podcast with him, and he was just talking about how he wants to have like pop hits, but he doesn't want to like sell out his music. Yeah. So he's he's kind of like on teeter teeter tottering. He's song in the sense that he wants to do what he does, but he he still plans on being like a pop star essentially. That's cool. That's a cool route to take. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you mentioned some of the the hardcore bands. What are some of the hardcore bands you're listening to? Uh, stuff right now. Listening to uh, one band I'm really like jamming all the way through is this band called Loathe. Uh, they have this uh, album, just the whole, I love the sound of the whole album. It's again, one you can just listen all the way through, but even the design of it, the layout is, I feel they just executed it amazingly. Um, the way their social media uh, imagery matches up with the album artwork. These guys have their own like layouts for their own personal uh, playlists and everything just inspired and just way it all plugged in together. Like it just fits like one big puzzle. So that's sick. That's awesome. I love when, when the brand, like you see an album cover, you don't even have to see who it is. You can tell it's that band. Yeah. Those are uh, some of my favorite things. You know, as a designer, what are some of your favorite like album designs? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, honestly, I haven't really dove into many album arts. Um, I like the simpler stuff. Uh, Culture Boost did some cool uh, like DIY kind of print stuff for their album uh, Peach. I love that one. Um, really just anything I think that's screen printed or pulled is something that's just going to catch my eye. That's cool. Say. Do you prefer like uh do you prefer being more of like uh illustrated or or kind of a collage cuz that 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 culture beast one's kind of collage a little collage-y, bit. Yeah. 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 Um I think anything more illustrative, yeah, for sure is going to catch my eye on stuff. Um uh, like the Mastodon covers, those are always sick and to look at. Um and then yeah, anything that's like collage DIY stuff, the culture abuse um Oh, what's his name? Dewey Saunders. He's a designer. He did all this stuff for uh, Anderson Pock. Anderson Pock. Okay, cool. So yeah, that got me into all that and opened up that world of music. So that's been pretty cool to see, kind of art and what I'm catches my eye. Go into like open up new music. Yeah, I've, I've become. I downloaded Depop recently, the the oh, thrift yeah. store app, yeah, yeah, yeah. basically. And uh, I'm like looking. I've been trying to find just because uh, it's summer and I have a lot of black shirts. Yeah. So we're trying to get white shirts, just lighter shirts, and I can't wear white. 104 fucking degrees yeah. like the last <laughs> week. You know, every day. Um, and I've been kind of looking up different band uh, shirts, even bands that I'm not like super into, but you know, like a song or two, just because I want new designs new and stuff. Designs, and yeah. It's been really cool to kind of dig and see some of the the artwork that they use. Yeah. And, uh, Diving into that too, like just okay, I'm not into the band, but like I need a new shirt. Yeah, uh, Casey Musgraves has a uh, like a DIY tie dye kit. Oh, cool! Which is like a simple like type on it, like everything's gonna be all right or something. And I was like, I want that. Like just the fact that I can take that and make something <laughs> out of it. It's so sick. She's super interesting. I, yeah. I feel like her. I didn't know her and Rustin Kelly were married until like a few months before they got divorced. Oh, really? I don't even know who that is. Uh, he's. He, He's got a he's a country singer also, okay. and he kind of does. He's kind of a throwback a little bit, but he actually has an EP called Dirt Emo, Dirt and he emo? like does oh, country like kind of folksy covers of emo songs. Yeah, okay, I'll write that one down. Um, it's really cool, and then I think that both of them are, are very much kind of uh, transcending what country music can be, and kind yeah. of you know you have like country music that has already descended into pop music you know with taylor swift and even before her shania twain stuff like that yeah they're kind of looking at different roots where you can hear like 
emo influence or like punk influence yeah 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 there's like that small vibe or like that small little like drive behind it yeah not too much but yeah uh (laughs) do you listen to ellis no that's amazing she does this like dream pop like synth shoegaze kind of thing and uh one of the songs is just it's all like slow dream poppy kind of instruments and stuff but it's got a beat and a tempo and drive of like some like story so far kind of oh cool uppy kind of stuff and it's just neat to see the way that she blended into it. And same thing back with Casey is like there's that little bit of pop, but it's not too much where it's like, okay, it's pop. Yeah. Like it's really nice. For sure. It's funny because um, there's there's this thing, and I, I don't know if it's just me and my internal like biases with music, but a band like Story So Far, I would prefer much more if they had female singers. Yeah. So that just like, that, that com- I completely connect to that in, in a sense that like I would rather hear that. I'm not a big fan of Story yeah. so far, but hearing that musically, just vocally, it'd be cool to have that. It's cool to just have the, the faster tempo. Yeah. Anything like faster tempos too, I'm just like, oh, I want to listen to this. Like, yeah. You've, I know you've, you, uh, you've turned me on to a few bands. Uh, I feel like there's a few bands we either discovered it around the same time or I saw you tweet about it yeah. and then I forgot about it and then I found them on YouTube and then I <laughs> thought I discovered it. But like, oh no, like Andrew was talking about this band. I think like Violent Soho was one of those bands. Oh yeah, they're sick. Um, was it Rat Boys or? Um, Dune Rats. Dune Rats. Yeah, that yeah. whole Australian yeah. metal garage scene is just, I love it. I wish I could go over there and just hang out there for a couple weeks or maybe a month. It's kind of nuts because like that's, their sounds very like, early to mid 2000s yeah. but it doesn't sound like like it, it it sounds like something like i for didn't know about from that era but it doesn't sound like anything that was from that era either it's the weird kind of weird kind of connect it's just dirty yeah it's just dirty and like the amps are fuzzy like yeah it's sick violin soho's got some really cool music videos too yeah i was, think what's that one where it's like yeah 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 it's one of their songs that's gonna sound terrible on the podcast too <laughs> um but yeah, just the angles they have. I think they have the camera like go through the whole house and the dude's like in the backyard and it pans in and out like real nuts. The one I remember is uh, the the one that sticks out to me the most is when they go to like a uh, like a senior citizen like <laughs> was it like bocce ball like kind I of thing. That one. It's 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 for one thing like all their videos are super bright. Yeah, like the the color palette they use. It's very like. It's it's very I don't want to say like Wes Anderson is but like kind of like that it's like realm. Fincher in yeah. a way <laughs> which sounds completely opposite of each other, but uh, but yeah their music videos are really cool I think from you I I got into Violent Soho and I started watching their videos and then their videos kind of opened up a whole like tunnel into other videos yeah. and it was like if you like this like you know that's how I discovered music for like five years yeah. just on YouTube you know I wish that algorithm was cleaner I wish they, yeah. there was like a, I wish there was like a music video playlist kind of thing it sounds dumb because there's a playlist but like if there's just like constant music videos going to new music because like uh spotify radio would be like check out new music yeah. and it's like you know story so far for example i play that and it's just the same three bands i'm like oh, i want new music like, <laughs> I, I, I want something new so weird it's funny with the algorithm with spotify because there are bands like i hear that have like 50 or 60 like followers on spotify and i'm thinking like oh like this is like i'm like one of my few friends who know about this yeah. and i mentioned to other people and they're like oh yeah like they came up on my spotify radio <laughs> i'm just like either there's a situation where where all these bands are like you know getting on these playlists uh, like doing something to get on these playlists or all my friends just have the same, type same of music yeah we're all in that same circle like boop just drop just egg yeah drop in or something for sure it's weird um so you mentioned you mentioned culture abuse culture abuse is another band you kind of got me into i had heard them heard the whole drama with them and uh yeah, from first to last that. oh yeah that too yeah with that uh that Peach. little design a little yeah. bit yeah 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 
And uh, I kind of just put them on the shelf. And then uh, I think, I can't remember what song it was. There's a song with a really heavy bass line, which is probably all their songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they, I got really into them for a little while. It's cool. Yeah, before, um, they were also, like, their live sets, they're, like, inter- incre- meh, bringing in a lot of, like, ska elements. Oh, really? Yeah, like, ska and, like, reggae. So it was cool to see them do, like, breaks in between songs, and it just breaks into, like, a reggae beat, and it was really cool. That was a really cool band. Yeah, for sure. I, I think uh, them and, um, I mean, they toured with Turnstile for a while, right? Yeah, Turnstile's sick. Turnstile's dope, yeah, I love Turnstile, yeah. And uh, I remember hearing them and then finding out they're, like, 20-year-old kids. Yeah, you know, they're all, they're like, young. very, very young. It's nuts. And they, they're, they're like, sound just so mature for that. And it's cool that, I mean, they've got, like, hardcore elements, but it's still very yeah. you know, poppy in a yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. That you they, can, they've meshed it well, and they, they know how to do it. Like, it's so sick. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Um, I think from them, I kind of jumped into uh, the band White Reaper. Oh, yeah, White Reaper 6. It's funny, because I hear that name, and my first reaction is like, oh, this is going to be some just fucking... Like, Nazi uh, like skinhead <laughs> band and then like I hear them I'm like oh no this is like the complete opposite of yeah. that so like at first I was like oh fuck like what does that even mean and then I listened to them like oh this sounds like Thin Lizzy like meets like Weezer in a sense yeah. like it's real I, I love their sound yeah I love how they've changed it too I've seen I just recently got into them so being able to open up a discography that is you know three or four completely different albums for me it was just like a treasure chest of music i was like oh yes 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 so burned through that and uh but yeah just to see them change their sound from like the cool like punk garage stuff and then get bigger and get more open with their sound is is really neat did uh, you listen to dz death rays i've heard of them yeah. they're from australia too right yeah, yeah, they're from yeah. Australia too. yeah so they're they're a cool another band in that world they uh they remind me a little bit of uh do you ever hear the dead set Mm-mm. so the dead set was like Early 2000s, they're still around, I think, but they're from Australia also, and you've probably heard their songs in commercials, but it's kind of, I don't want to say digital, but it, it's definitely like, got, there's a punk rock element to it, it's very fast music, two minute songs, Cool. but they've got like a little bit of electronica in it too, <laughs> and they're so fucking good, they're just so catchy, and, and I, I, I think it, it makes total, total sense that they're using commercials because all their songs just are just... Quick hits. Yeah. Yeah, that's but Yeah, if you like if you like DZ, uh, check out uh, Dead Set. Sweet, yeah, will do. For sure. But yeah, White Reaper is dope too. Um, yeah, they've just put out a new single and it's still just more growth. It's, they've, it counts, eh, it's like a little bit slower, but it's still just a really cool jam. I just love putting them on, on Shuffle because there's their music kind of fits almost anything I'm doing. Like, I can hear it at like the mall, yeah. <laughs> like shopping, you know? And or I can hear it like while I'm trying to skateboard. Yeah, I was saying, <laughs> I, I just started like getting back into it. Oh, dude. I like I, I found my old skateboard in the shed of my my childhood home. Yeah. And uh, I w- was never good back then. Same. And I feel like I'm better than I was back then, which is not <laughs> saying much. But uh, but yeah, it's been a journey, man. It's fun. Yeah, I've just been in the front yard. And I come inside. And my girlfriend, she works like outside the front window, so she sees me in the street. And I'm just like, do you see me? Do you see me? She's like, I'm working. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, have you seen mid '90s? Uh, I started it. I think I got like halfway through. It's really good. Yeah. And uh, there's a point in the middle of the movie where the kid, like, he lands an ollie and he, like, loses his shit. Yeah. No, that was me. Yeah, like, two and weeks yeah, ago. Exactly, <laughs> man. I was like, I, w- I haven't landed a kickflip in like 10 years, yeah. 10, 15 years. And I've been trying to so hard. I've been busting my ass. Yeah. I weigh a lot more than I did back then, too. <laughs> so, like, falling down hurts a lot more. Yeah. Um, when you, back in the day, did you get a lot of music from skate videos? Um, I think. 
Yeah, no, not really. I think it was more so just friends. Um, they were watching skate videos and stuff. I was more like looking at guitars and things. Um, but yeah, came, mostly came from them. Being around them, there's a lot of like Slipknot. I listened to a lot of metal, like all that like new metal stuff. <laughs> so it's yeah. pretty nuts. And uh, now that I'm older, I go back to like music that came out then. I'm like, oh man, like why did I skip out on this? Yeah. Like, I slept on this one. I slept on that one. So been kind of a positive, I guess. I always like I always like to like compare like listening to music as like an RPG where you can't get this band until you understand this band. Okay. So you have to get the experience <laughs> points. And some of the times it's just like growing up and realizing what being thirty is. Like, yeah. oh, now I get guided by voices. Like I, it makes sense. It blows my mind. <laughs> I'm gonna be thirty. Oh, yeah. it's like, what? <laughs> um. I think it's cool. I mean, you've been you've been a part of uh, a few bands in in the scene, and yeah, you yeah. know, growing up, listening to different bands and making different types of music. Uh, it's cool to kind of see a different type of palette as you get older. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um. What are what are some of your influences going from just being a musician to to now? Um. Like uh, I'm sorry. Like from playing music to like what I do now. Yeah. Like what what influenced you? What what did you get into from playing music, and then it's kind of affected what oh you i got gotcha. you gotcha gotcha my bad uh yeah just being in previous bands you know being uh, in fader friend with tavo and will that really opened up my or tavo opened up like a huge library of music uh he got at me to like dive bite back into like the early 2000s like emo stuff so again i was just like man i slept on yeah. this one I slept <laughs> on that slept on this so that was cool um really helped me or like shown me like a lot more chill and like more punk kind of stuff rather than just like the china and like breakdowns yeah. one zero so that was really cool. I feel like I've helped me, or he's helped me, like, open up my music that way. And even before that, you were in Versus Leviathan. Yeah, it's like, all metal. Yeah. yeah. That was all the one zeros and the, the synth breakdowns. I, think. I remember you guys added me on MySpace before I knew any of you guys. Uh-huh. And I remember the thing that stood out to me the most was the song titles. Oh, yeah. I want to say Brent probably titled most of not all yeah, of them. Yeah, like, I think a lot of it was just, like, random notes and then just, like, that works. <laughs> uh, what were some of the influences for that band that do you still listen to today? Oh man, I still dive into all that. That's like a guilty pleasure. I wait till like no one can see the what you're listening to. <laughs> I dive back into like the all early metalcore. Um, yeah, I still listen to all that stuff. Uh, influences for that at the time was stuff like Jamie's Elsewhere, uh, Sky It's Airplane, The Contortionist, Structures. Um, just a lot of heavy, like seven. That's when, like, I think seven strings were coming out in that time, oh, yeah. volumes and stuff. So <laughs> we were just like, what's gonna, like, a, a big breakdown and like a synth part. So there's a lot of cool, uh, heavier bands like that. But I still spin all that too. And like, bands that came out of all that, like Beartooth, uh, Glass Cloud is sick. And then, uh, North Lane, that one's pretty tight. They've been around for a while. That's cool. I, I see, like, I, that's one of my blind spots. Yeah. I feel like the whole, like, the gent stuff, like, kind of just, flew by me yeah. i don't know what it was exactly it's not like i dislike it or anything but i think the closest i've gotten to that was like job for a cowboy oh i forgot about them um <laughs> I, my, my friend was telling me that he uh he's got his phone hooked up to his girlfriend's bluetooth yeah and he was leaving her house and he realized he was still connected and he played <laughs> i don't remember what song it was but it was a job for a cowboy song was and like, he was ah. like why is this playing and she's like losing her shit like why are you fucking playing that like it's super loud <laughs> oh, that's nuts <laughs> This is a cool, cool era. I mean, I think a lot of those bands still. I mean, they're still kind of around to yeah. an extent. Yeah, yeah. I think they're still doing it. Uh, and I still see bands uh, writing that kind of music, and it's sick. I still love it. I still love finding bands in that genre. It's good running music. Yeah, I love. I love running to like a lot of that stuff just because it felt like I was being chased. Yeah, by like something. <laughs> <laughs> what was that band? Uh, Waking the Cadaver. 
they had a song like that. It was just, like fast and crazy. I've been running into a lot more uh, like hip hop. Oh, yeah? I downloaded the NTS radio app. Okay. And I'll put on a hip hop station and just take off with that. What uh, what new hip hop are you kind of listening to um, now? I'm not sure. I kind of just put on that random radio. Um, the guys at work they put on they play a lot of really cool hip hop stuff. So I've been listening to that, but haven't been writing much down. Um, I I've known about Jay Dilla for a long time, but I just started recently listening to him in the last four or five years. Yeah. And it's like he's very similar in the sense that like he to what we're talking about like White Reaper like he has music for everything. There's times where like. You can listen to him, and it's just a good kind of lay down and listen to music type music. Yeah. And there's stuff that's it's not even like super fast paced, but it's good workout music. It's uh, I remember I I bought their one of his albums. I can't remember which one um, because Flea was on um, Amoeba Records. So what's in my bag? And he was talking about how he was running and jogging to Jay Dilla, and like halfway through, he just started like bawling, like he just started crying. Like this music just like took over him. I was like, man, I gotta Damn, listen to that. Cool. Listen to that. That'd be sick. It's like when you see someone do a drug or something. Like, oh man, I want yeah. some of that. I love albums like that when you just like listen and then you find yourself like really listening to it and you're just like, whoa, this is got the feels. Yeah, I think he's kind of the epitome. He was the kind of like epitome of like the lo-fi music, hip hop to study to kind of vibe. Um, it's everything, everything he's put out. My favorite song is "Last Night of the Night," and it just got this rolling sample of this you know woman singing and like. It just sounds so fucking cool. That's sick. Yeah, my coworker, uh, he's shown me. He's kind of like, he uh, mixes and like takes samples and does all that stuff. And uh, that's something new I've been like listening to, and it's sick. It, it's awesome to see that the way that he works and they just pull music and able to like create out of that as well. Yeah, that's it's insane. I well, I didn't really appreciate sampling till college. Uh, I got into like girl talk, mm-hmm. the mashups and stuff, uh, because my my roommate was really into him and. Um, up until that point, I was very, I wouldn't say I was like a snob about things, but I definitely was like, oh, like, like, that's cool, but it's not music, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? (laughs) And then I, I, I took a class about, um, it was, uh, African American music and, um, we talked about sampling and it just made me realize like they brought up like Paul's Boutique and everything J Dilla does, uh, you know, digitalism, these different like DJs, these different rappers that, that really is it's almost mathematical how they manipulate these, yeah. these samples and, uh, you know, changing the, 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 the key and everything. It's just really, really cool. It's, 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 it's an artist artistry. Yeah. You know? It's nuts. I had one time someone, I forget where they, ch- they had their, their rig out and everything. And like, do you want to try it? And I, like, okay, cool. So I stood up on the turntables and I was watching on the Mac and yeah, like you said, math, you got to like count it out yeah. make sure you're in the right one and you got to drop it at the right spot. I was like, Nope. <laughs> like, but now it's sick to see what people do and come up with. There's so much like multitasking going on yeah. and then you have to, while you're multitasking, you still have to like feel the Listen. vibe of the audience. Yeah. It's a trip. It's like playing drums. I, I suck at that. I'm just like, my right hand will do one. I'm like, okay, right <laughs> hand study doing that. My left hand's like everywhere. My feet don't even listen. <laughs> so. uh, rock band taught me how to play drums. Oh, nice. Okay. That's how I got into it. <laughs> um, I've been trying to teach my girlfriend and I've been trying to hook it up by my old rock band drum sets like shit oh, right now man. and then they they discontinue them so it's like 300 400 to buy on ebay damn because they're not they're not making they're them not anymore. anymore yeah wow uh but i think that's the, like the one most fun way and yeah. easiest way to learn drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be sick but yeah um so uh kind of brings back to to kurt vile a little bit um do you have any kind of country influence you know he's got a lot of country influence um and charlie rich is is a big name yeah. um this Original song 
peaked at number one on the country charts, like number 33 or something on the easy listening charts. Okay. Um, so it, it's kind of a mixed bag to begin with. And then Kurt Vile, you know, bringing in this kind of country influence and this like, you know, indie cool hipster culture yeah. <laughs> into it too. Um, all these different kind of influence coming up on Kurt Vile. Do you have any kind of country stuff that you're into? Um, not recently. If my country recently, I guess I listened to Midland. They're pretty cool. Um, no, but if anything, I'll just throw on like the classic country Spotify channel playlist. Oh, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> brings up you know like uh, Rick Trevino. I guess that'd be a big one. My mom listened to him a lot when oh, I was little. Yeah. So <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, it'd be the only one I think. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Um, I, I think that uh, you know what we're seeing a lot now with like music. For one thing, and we've talked about this in other episodes, but like genre is kind of dead. Like there's not really yeah. just a country artist anymore there. I mean, like Kurt Vow is like the epitome of that, you know, and you hear all these influences together. And I love just how everything kind of comes together and, and really create something new, but familiar. Yeah. I know I, I use that term a lot, like <laughs> new, but familiar, but uh, I think that really defines what like that song our, is a perfect example of it. Yeah. yeah. Cause I didn't even know it was a cover and I was like, Oh shit. I thought he was like writing a, like a country influence yeah. song. So like, Oh, this is, this is cool. I love that that like even in the album cover for this album, um, bottle it in. It looks very like seventies. Yeah. Um, I I love that a lot of bands are kind of doing that. There's like throwback, but it's also it's not like poking fun of it, but it is kind of like it's winking, drawing. Yeah. 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 It's been sick. I think it's really cool. Uh, I think uh, a lot of these uh, artists are are really you know you see all these videos now with these like teenagers listening to like bands that we grew up on they don't know who the fuck they are <laughs> and it, i think that's just obviously like a small sample size because there are people out there there are people younger than us who are rocking like 60s and 70s stuff like, yeah it's like what yeah <laughs> <laughs> what are some uh some older influences that you have um let's see i don't know older influences i think older stuff all the stuff probably be like Smashing Pumpkins, Pixies kind of stuff, like stuff that comes to mind right now. Uh, my girlfriend plays a lot of like oldies, stuff like that. Just like Al Green. Oh, cool. She'll spend a lot of that. So she'll put on that radio station, listen to that. That's been really cool to just like sit down and hang out. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, that's what I love about vinyl in, in general is like, for one thing, like putting on vinyl takes effort. I know it's not a lot of effort, yeah. like standing <laughs> up, picking it up, putting it on. You probably burn like two calories at the most, <laughs> but just the fact that you have to get up and put it on, you have to like commit to that. Yeah, um, I remember I was just, I've been huge on CDs. I haven't bought a CD in like two oh, years though. I can't. Um, but I remember it being like a whole ordeal trying to figure out which CD I'm going to bring in my car. Yeah, you know, and I had like the the visor only held twelve, so yeah. like all right, I got to put like the twelve CDs. And then I refused to buy an iPod for a long time. Oh, really? Yeah, like I refused to download music, and it wasn't even like a like a morality thing. It was just like it felt like it was taking me out of like, I don't the experience. Lose this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and I I remember because I remember like there are certain albums that reflect. I mean, everyone has this, you know, there certain albums, certain songs that like reflect on that time period. I remember when "Crossed" by Justice came out. Um, it was '07. And I remember uh, that's when I started um, uh, doing supplements. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Taking in Yeah, indulging in, and... in, uh, in extracurriculars. <laughs> um, and I just remember driving around to that album. Like around, I lived in Austin at the time, just driving around to that album. And that's what got me. I, that punk kind of got me into dance music. But this is what like kind of like 
expanded on that. Yeah. You know, and I remember driving around with my friends in my car, you know, just it's listening like, to this album. Yeah. <laughs> it was really cool. There's this song in there uh, called Stress. And when I would drive from Austin to San Antonio or, or back, especially when I do it late at night, there's a part in that song that has like a uh, an 18 wheeler like horn. Oh, shit. And every time, like, I'd be, ha- if I'd be like half asleep because it'd be late or whatever, and I'd hear that, it would wake me up because I think like I'm about to get hit by an 18 wheeler. It's nuts. That's scary. I don't know if I could do that. I'd probably just be like, I'd probably like jerk the wheel. It was one of those things like I knew it every time. Yeah. Like, I, but it, it always comes up and when you think it's coming up, it doesn't happen and it happens a second time. And like I prepare myself for it, but it, it's one of those things that I did to like keep me awake. <laughs> so that way I wouldn't have to like, you know, I always said I could like, oh, I could just skip this, but no, like no, I, I, I don't want to fall yeah, asleep. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to fall asleep. <laughs> Do you have any albums like that that kind of really, uh, you know, reflect on, on that, a time period in your um, life? What was it? No Ceilings that just started streaming? Uh, Lil Wayne just like I think he streamed it oh, yeah. on Spotify. I didn't listen to it back then, but I uh, I put it on when I was cleaning the house the other day. And as soon as the synth hit and the just the sound of the electronic drums, it just took me back to like 2009, <laughs> like at school, like going off campus for lunch. And I was like, that was weird, but that was nuts. It was really cool to hear all that. Uh, I think one of the two songs I recognized. And yeah, just reminded me of like hanging out with friends or going to parties and partaking and yeah. learning, <laughs> learning from new activities. So. <laughs> Um, I think uh, the Carter Three was huge for like college era, and I I wasn't even like a huge Lil Wayne fan, but yeah. I had friends who were, and I hear you know I hear a Millie, and I just it, I I get like the taste of cigarettes in my mouth Lone from when I used star. to smoke. Yeah, yeah that, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because I remember like my introduction to Lone Star because I didn't drink until college. And I remember, like, MySpace bulletins, I had friends talking shit about people who, like, brought Lone Star to the party. <laughs> so I was like, oh, like, that's, okay. that's like, cheap beer. I mean, I'm not supposed to to drink that. And when I started drinking, I was like, Rolling Rock, I'm going to do Rolling Rock. Yeah. Everyone made fun of me. Oh, man, 33. Yeah. <laughs> 33. I thought, I thought it was, I mean, it's kind of like a hipster beer or like a, yeah. <laughs> a like, a, like, popular hipster yeah. beer, I guess. Um, and then I just got to the point where all my friends drank Lone Star, so yeah. I just adapted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sooner or later, it's all you drink. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that, uh, you know, when it comes to, to just that era, there, there's also, I was talking to my brother, we used to, every time we'd pregame and go to a party or something, we would listen to Afrojack, No Beef. Okay. This, and then it's, it's like a Steve Aoki, it's featuring Steve Aoki, and it's just like, I wouldn't even call it a, like a trap song, but it's like a, you know, it's an EDM song. And I, you know, hearing it now just like takes me back to that <laughs> and just all this stuff. And I, I can't even do a weekend of, of like having a good time necessarily. Yeah. I can do like one night and the next day I'm paying for it. Now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now it's like two days for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, no, I need to be on the couch. I'm going to just be in bed. That shit was like no. on auto, like repeat. Yeah. Just get up. All right. I'm going to do it again. What's up guys? Yo, yeah. 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 And then, like, you know, working in retail or, or, you know, service industry kind of, like, put us in a position to where we could do those things. Yeah. And getting off late and then, like... I go in late anyway. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, it's cool, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just so funny to, like, hear certain songs that take you back to that point. Yeah, it's fun. I love that. And I, I love them. I love that, too, when it comes on on random. Yeah. It's just like, oh, shit, like, that just made my day. Like, yeah. That, okay, cool. I feel good about this now. Like, having songs come up like that. Yeah, the other night I uh, was I went with my brother and my nephew to uh, I think we we're just getting food for everybody. My parents were in town, 
and no beef came on random like on <laughs> shuffle and we're like i'm like trying to introduce this to my nephew and yeah. he's like he's like trying to like get into he's four years old he's like trying to get into it but he doesn't like fully get it and like i'm like oh you'll get this someday you'll get, you'll get this soon. <laughs> yeah no that's fun uh, I, I love having a nephew i've just slowly been introducing him to music yeah and, like, just being able to like draw on stuff with him too oh that's it's cool sick. so he's actually into turnstile oh cool so, yeah that's cool he likes the moon so he puts that one on and he just like Gets his head bobbing and starts air drumming and like running around the house. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and then it's like, all right, I'll see you later. Like, just leave him hyper. That's one of my favorite things too. Yeah, I think uh, when he was a baby, when my nephew was a baby, my oldest nephew was a baby. We used to, I used to play Pet Sounds by Beach Boys nice. to put him to sleep, and he would always almost like on cue. Yeah, <laughs> and but he was really into like Kid Cudi. Yeah, like uh, was it uh, Pursuit of Happiness? Okay. That was like oh, his jam as a baby. <laughs> nice. Yeah, my nephew's was uh, Bruno Mars. Uh, what's the strawberry wine one? Something. I don't know. That was his song. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's nuts. It's cool. That's cool. How old is your nephew? Uh, he's six. Oh, cool. Yeah. So he's starting school. I think he's in school. So all that. It's crazy. Is he showing <laughs> interest in like playing music? Uh, He's in showing interest in like uh, live performances. Oh, and, cool. Like, music. So, yeah, I guess some music. He likes to copy a lot of commercials. So he knows like the Jake from State Farm, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Liberty Insurance jingle. So, yeah, it's pretty cool, and I love pushing him to to do all that. So. Yeah, it's cool for sure. When did you start playing uh, music? Uh, I started playing guitar like in high school. It was off and on, um, and then yeah, I think high school is when did the whole band stuff with verses, and uh, yeah, just been off and on with guitar and bass. So. Or do you remember some of the first early songs that you learned? Uh, I did all like the super simple stuff, like Nirvana. Yeah, uh, I think that's pretty much it. Just all the simple like punk, like simple power chords, newfound glory, stuff like that. Yeah, I think uh, I know the first song I ever played with like a full band was "What's My Age Again." Oh, nice! And uh, we played in this garage, and we had these little like ten watt amps. <laughs> yeah. And we would sit on the amps because we couldn't play standing. Yeah. <laughs> and our drummer was 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 pretty good for for our age. And I remember there was a time where we learned like certain riffs. We never learned full songs other yeah. than that song. And we started playing like Iron Man. And there was these uh, like cops that were like they were handling like a domestic dispute or something. And this was like in the middle of the day on like a Saturday. And we thought they were going to come up and like tell us to like turn it off or yeah, whatever yeah, but yeah. they were like into it oh, shit, that's cool because it's fucking Ozzy and <laughs> yeah. San Antonio and their cops like, oh I don't know that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's nuts uh, I think yeah I think I don't think we've ever like played any songs all the way through but it was like always learning like the cool parts or, like learning the the fast part yeah and, like yeah see what we could do just make noise yeah we never had a singer we we learned uh, Sugar by System of a Down oh sick yeah and we we never learned anything besides the chorus yeah. <laughs> so we had a friend come up and like would like yell we didn't have yeah. microphones so that was like the closest we got to like a full band yeah full band but yeah I think uh you know just growing up here it's uh it's funny to see like these these different kinds of influences come up and and how you know we we start at one point and we get to this other point and along the way there are moments where you feel kind of like this music is better than this music or this music's inferior etc yeah. and that's about it, like growing up but when you get to the point where you're old enough to where like oh like this is all good or this is you know yeah. this is all you know equal in a yeah. sense yeah yeah, it's like uh, I don't not so much like in like in middle school. I was like, oh, I just need to. I'm gonna wear Slipknot shirts, <laughs> and I'm not gonna listen to it unless it's heavy. Yeah, and so I was like, okay, 
That was cool. Yeah, I, I, it's funny because I remember there were points where I would go back and forth. Like that, I'd listen to like I wouldn't say like pop music, but like more like like Sugar Ray. Mm-hmm. I guess that is pop music. Pop radio stuff. Yeah. yeah, and I and like stuff like I wouldn't say like Slipknot, but like heavier stuff like the Beanbergier or whatever. Yeah. Like you know, <laughs> name I still cannot pronounce. Yeah. That scared the shit out of me, and I just remember thinking like. There's no way I'm ever gonna be into that music, and then like lo and behold, like years later, I get into like, like heavier and heavier. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a it's a weird kind of transition. And I got to the point where like I didn't listen to anything soft. Anything soft was like pussy shit, yeah. you know. <laughs> I'm not listening to that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then like every once in a while, like you'd hear a song and you're like, oh, like that's pretty good, but you wouldn't tell anybody. Yeah, that's <laughs> my uh, my guilty pleasure there. Yeah, I think that uh, you know we uh, we kind of make fun of the fact that you know we grew up on like ninety nine five Kiss, and that like that has affected uh, who we are and the music that we listen to today. But they're still playing that same music. Yeah, it's nuts from when we were growing <laughs> up. Um, I just don't think uh, I don't know. It's it's I don't want to like chastise that because it's obviously like a part of the city. It's a part of like you know everyone knows about that. But there's just so much cool stuff out now, and yeah, I guess just the radio in general is kind of irrelevant. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's hard. I know even like the internet radios, they're starting to be like, "Hey, feel free to sponsor, jump in." Yeah. And it's like, Oof. but um, yeah, it's definitely hard at, with Spotify being out and it's easier access to the music instantly. But for me, it's been a little bit, a little bit difficult to like find new music because like the stuff that circulates for the top artists is just the same three in yeah. its category. So it's like, I, I don't really know where to go. Yeah. I, I think it's, uh, I mean, we, we talked earlier just about, you know, using YouTube and mm-hmm. using oh, videos yeah. and talking to certain people, like they don't care about music videos. I think last year, the VMAs, there was a, 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 uh, an artist who won, I don't remember who it was or what it was for, but they didn't even have a music video. Like it's the oh, video shit. music awards. Yeah. They didn't have a music <laughs> video for the song. So I think it's, it, I don't want to call it a long lost art because people are still making them, but they're yeah. just not as, I don't want to say important. But yeah, everything's needs to like, I feel like everything's faster. Yeah. It needs to be quicker. But because of the pandemic, I feel like it's kind of made people slow down. Yeah, that's so a good point. kind of cool. I've seen a lot of people like, oh, I picked up a guitar again. Or, I'm, I'm re-doing this or getting into that. So Yeah, cool. that's, that's, yeah, I think it's really cool to see that in kind of, I don't want to call it like a back to basic situation, but there are things that people are kind of realizing they were taking for granted, yeah. you know? Um, I think uh, with the, you know, the art of music video is something that I, I still hold on to very highly, you know? I love a good music video. I, uh, in talking about like finding out new music, I learned about a few bands from like Vine. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> and I guess it all depends on who you follow. Cause there are people obviously who are artists on Vine or who were on Vine. And, uh, you know, there's, their music but there's also like there's this kid i can't remember his name but he was really funny josh kennedy okay and uh he played a a clip it's like of course six second clips on vine him like at a show and those six seconds of that song were just so infectious i needed to find out what he didn't even like label who the band was (laughs) so like i had to do all this research and i was like okay like he tagged himself at this venue on this day this yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> so i go and there's this, this band was called walter midi and it's makeshift orchestra okay and they're kind of like a diy kind of folky band and they're fucking awesome they're one yeah. of my favorite bands now I'm and it's like, thank you yeah, yeah. And there's a there's a guy he's still popular now um charlie classic he's on like instagram and stuff his i don't know if it's his brother or his cousin is in the band free throw 
Okay, that one I've heard. And they he played like a six second clip of a song from Free Throw, <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck, I need to like download that." Dope. So I went and checked it out. Ended up buying their their LP and yeah. stuff. Their LP was really cool. It was like shaped like a a Pokeball. Oh, sick! It was like red or it was colored like a Pokeball. Yeah, white. Yeah, nice. Yeah, they're they're a really good band. Um, but yeah, it was it was cool to kind of. At that point, like, I, I was like, the future's now. Like, I'm learning about this stuff yeah. from fucking Vine. Yeah. Like, this joke app, you know? <laughs> Just, like, real quick. Like, oh, shit, wait, go back. Yeah. yeah. Man, I can't wait for live shows to come back. And I, I hope it's soon. Yeah. I'm trying to say it, like, the nicest way. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had ticket. I had two tickets. I had tickets for two shows. Uh, the Mountain Goats were supposed to play in April. That got pushed to September. And then got pushed again to next year. Damn. And then my girlfriend and I were going to go see um, Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was supposed to happen last month, but they moved it to next year. Damn. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, I keep a, I'm a nerd. I keep a, an Excel file of all the shows I've been to. Yeah. I started doing it about seven or eight years ago and I like backtracked to the best of my memory. And, uh, this year, 2020, I did see in like February, right before the pandemic stuff happened, I saw Buttercup, which is a band from here. That's really, really good. Okay. Only show I've been to. Oh shit. All year. Yeah. And uh, it, it's just looking at like my like little I make graphs and stuff. It's just yeah, exactly. Open, it's just yeah. flat line. Like man, yeah. And the yeah. graph, the graph. The last time it flatlined was like two thousand one, which uh-huh. is when I went to my first warp tour. Oh, nice. That was the only show I went to <laughs> that year. One. I was like twelve. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I I I didn't. There's parts of me that like when I'd go to shows, I feel really old and like like okay, I played a song I want, so I can go home. Yeah. But now I'm just like fuck it, man. I'll stay for four hours. Like the whole set now. <laughs> yeah. I think it's gonna be good. It's it's gonna be cool for shows to come back and introduce introduction to new music and yeah. really appreciating being out there at the shows. Like it's gonna be cool. What part of going to shows is your favorite? I mean, was it just the, the music itself, or like I love my favorite thing is just the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a little bit of both. It was always fun to just pop up and then run into friends you hadn't seen yeah. in a while. Um, but yeah, definitely the music as well. Uh, I guess to the venue. Yeah. Kind of different aspects, like why you like to go hang out there and stuff. I get a little self-conscious with going to certain bands and like I always react to the crowd. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the only drunk asshole like dancing. <laughs> and, I, and I've seen people like that and it's one of those things where like, okay, like one person doing it, whatever, and then like two, three, like, okay, like you can kind of yeah. join in. But that that's always made a show for me. Like my favorite shows, it could even like it's not even based on the performance necessarily, even though there is an aspect of like the energy of the crowd is reflected by the energy of the band. But like if I go to a show of a band I love and the ba- like the crowd's just not feeling it, yeah. it just ruins the oh, show. That's for sad. Me. Yeah, I, there was one hardcore show I went to like that, and it got to the point where the vocalist was like, "If you guys don't move around, like we're gonna stop playing." <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Guys, come on! Like, start moving. Didn't you hear what he yeah, said? You hear, you like we all came here, so hopefully that'll happen. I I think it'd be cool if people take less phones when they all go back, <laughs> so not all up in the air. But it'll be cool to see live music and everybody too has been like inspired to pick up an instrument and start something. Yeah. Where now I'd be like, shit, I'm not gonna waste my time now and not be like, oh, what if I did book a show? What if I like go out and do it? Like, yeah, sick. for sure. Um, I think that, you know, when it, when it comes to the live experience, I know there's like in England, I think there was like a social distancing concert they had. Oh, yeah. And people were talking like, oh, like I'm up for that. I'm just like, that doesn't feel the, the same. same. Like, yeah, I want to get beer thrown in my face. <laughs> I want to like, you know, I want to like feel my sweat dripping. You yeah, know, I, I guess wanna, it depends on the, the band. Sweat. too. <laughs> yeah, it all depends on that, too. But it just doesn't feel the same. Yeah, it's going to be different. 
especially yeah, the kind of shows if you go to like see DZ Death Rays or something, you're gonna want to be yeah, like buddied up with people and back and forth like sardines for sure. Um, and I think I mean there's there's been bands I've seen at like little venues where it's like thirty people tops, but mm-hmm. those are like the best shows because yeah. everyone's into it. Everyone's there because they want to see it. Yeah, they're not just waiting for the next band or. Which is not a bad thing. I know I've been guilty yeah. of that. Yeah, I have been, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, everybody has. <laughs> like, There's a whole stigma about, you know, going to shows, um, you know, asking for set times and stuff like yeah. that. And as I've gotten older, I've become less, like, less uh, critical of people who do that. Yeah. Uh, I haven't gotten to that point where I've asked that <laughs> yet, but there's times where I'm like, man, I got to go to work tomorrow. Tomorrow's like, if you guys are playing after 11, day. like, yeah. <laughs> I love you guys, but I'll wait till you guys are playing on a weekend or something. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, so, kind of just bringing it back to Curve Out, do you have any last thoughts about the song, about the original? Uh, the original is really cool. Uh, definitely want to check out the whole record, uh, dive into that. But, uh, yeah, Curve Out, I love it. It's cool like, to just, again, put on and just get those creative juices going. Yeah, so. for sure. What's what's your favorite music to listen to while you draw, while you uh, illustrate? Uh, I used to like put on a lot of like heavy, like fast stuff, and then I re- realized and like, noticed that like it was giving me like some anxiety and I was just like, Oh, I need to draw <laughs> faster. I got to get this done. Uh, I've been listening to, or I've been trying to find more like shoegaze and like dream pop, just like slow stuff. Cause then I'm just like zoning out and like diving into each like stroke or each shape and just like, okay, take my time, get this yeah. done. So it's, it's really cool the way music has that influence too. My introduction to shoegaze was, uh, this girl, long story short, I like this girl. She liked this guy. And this other girl liked me <laughs> and I would have liked the other girl if it wasn't for this other girl. And I think she was trying to like send me a message and she talked about this band. Oh my God, I forgot their <laughs> name. But they have a song called Eric and it spells it the same way oh, I do. Sick. And um, it was, oh my God, Slow Dive. Oh yeah, they're sick. Yeah. yeah. And they just got back together recently, like a few e- years ago, right? Yeah, I think so. And she like, we did a present, we were supposed to do like this, it was a multimedia class and she, uh, we we made like a, a flash of like a band that we liked, and she did it for that one. She's like, yeah, and they have a song called Eric. It's like, oh, they spell it the same way Eric does. I'm like, cool, and like I totally wasn't getting the hint. Yeah, like okay, cool, thank you. So every time I hear like just anybody talk about shoegaze, it reminds me of her. It reminds me of that. <laughs> yeah, it's sick. The first band I heard from that was uh, this band Nothing. And oh yeah, just they're one of like the top bands to see live. They had these small, or they played like a, I think like Fender Two Tan, so like a smaller amp. But it's cranked all the way, and uh, they got cut off for the curfew last time in Austin, and it was just that, like, sludgy, like, chorus, <laughs> and just reverb, and just, like, hitting me, and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Um, they're not shoegaze, but have you heard Lithurgy? Nuh-uh. Lithurgy is kind of like, I don't want to say, like, Death Haven, but they're, like, very loud, That's sick, yeah. very I super metal. That. They look, they, they probably are, like, Satanists or whatever, yeah. and... Uh, I remember I saw them at Fun 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 Fest in 2012, I That's believe. Sick. And I remember never know. I knew I heard the name, but I never knew who they were. Never listened to them. And they're playing, and my friend is like, "Yeah, like this band's really badass." Yeah. So we're like, "Okay, let's go check them out." Like 15 minutes in, they're still doing sound check, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like they just been making fucking noise. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh yeah, like apparently their drummer got sick." So. The drummer's the best part of the band. Oh, it was shit. just them, like, just playing without a drummer. And I was like, oh, man, fuck this. Like, uh, I heard them with a drummer. They sound pretty dope. But, yeah. like, I just remember being there, like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's hard to be, like, let's still play. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess they have a contract, and it's one of those things that's, like, better than nothing. Yeah. I don't know. 
It'd be nuts. <laughs> I think we played a set one time and our guitar player showed up like 10 minutes into our set. Oh, no so I had to set up. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. Um, so do you have any, uh, any plugs, anything you want to shout out? Uh, shout out to all the friends and family listening. Uh, I hope everyone's doing okay. Um, yeah, staying safe, staying healthy. Remember to go outside, get some sun, stretch your legs, do something creative. Cool. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for coming on. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks, man. It was sick. I got out of my house, so. Yeah, for sure. <laughs>